Hey, B. Hey, Megan. What's up? Nothing, girl. What's up with you? Nothing much. Chilling like a villain. It's been hot. It oh, has really. been. But I'm telling you, this wine we're drinking, what is it, Rebecca? LVE by John Legend. Yeah. I'm kind of liking this. Yeah. I feel like I'm getting tipsy already. It's definitely a summer, like, rosé type of vibe. Yeah. It's not sweet at all, you guys. No. Um, but it's good. It's light. Mm -hmm. If you're going to be doing day drinking, my favorite. And I feel like it's making you buzz pretty quickly. Yeah. I like it a lot. So pick up the LVE Rosé if you're looking for a nice summer wine. Yes. I'm loving it. Good job, John Legend. He didn't say what we need to pair it with though. No, I'm always here for an appetizer. Me too. (laughs) <laughs> I guess we got to look on the site. Hey guys, while you're here, don't forget to like and comment and subscribe to our podcast. We appreciate your following. And if you guys have any letters or any questions for us, email us at you think you grown at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram. You think you grown podcast. Speaking of, we got a letter from a guy this week. Oh, finally. Yes. So he says, hello. My girl has been tripping since Mother's Day. Mm. I have a three-year-old daughter and a great platonic relationship with her mother. No Mm -hmm. funny business. We focus solely on our daughter and our good Mm co-parents. I involve my girl any chance that I can. On Mother's Day, I sent my daughter's mom flowers as a Mother's Day gift, and my girl is tripping. I have done this every year, so I didn't even think to mention anything to her. My first Mother's Day in this relationship. My BM posted the flowers on Facebook thanking me. Regular thank you posts. We were friendly. And my girl saw it. She's accused me of cheating by doing this. It's July and I'm still hearing about this. Is this a sign that she is controlling and should I run for the hills? I don't want to be controlled or mess up the co-parenting relationship I have with my BM. Help her brother out. First of all, that sounds like you ain't getting your girlfriend no flowers. Because what? But what if he don't have the kids with his girlfriend? No, no, no. Like, I'm saying, if this is something you do on the regular for me, like, you buy me flowers, like, out of the blue just to make me feel good, I shouldn't feel no type of way that you bought your baby mama flowers. But if you don't ever buy me flowers, it's a problem. I don't know. I feel like she is jealous of the baby mama, and the baby mama is not going anywhere. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. I mean, once you're jealous of the mother of his child you in big trouble because like you said they're they're 18 years locked in strong but like i'm saying is you need to as a man if you're gonna do something like that i mean he could have been like hey i'm gonna get i don't know i think we're grown you shouldn't have to coddle your girlfriend it's mother's day and this is the mother of your child who you have a good relationship with and you should acknowledge that she is a good mother clearly she's trying to be extra posting it on facebook is and that extra? Him on Facebook, like, girl, go sit your butt down. Maybe those are the only flowers she got, and she's happy that she is a mom and being sure. appreciated. Okay, and celebrated. All right, okay. Do you think he should run for the hills? Um, no, I don't think he should run for the hills, but I think he needs to have, he must not have had a good conversation with his, his girlfriend. Remember, he said he didn't mention it because he didn't think he had to. That's the problem. Communication, dog. When you communicate things, he could have avoided this whole situation. I don't agree with you at all. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so you don't think communication eliminates all the BS? No, I think it does. Communication is key. We all hear that over and over again. Right. But he didn't do it intentionally. One, it's mm-hmm. something that he does every year. And two, why do if you care do that year, I, I got her flowers? Already. So no, did she post the thank you last year. Shit. This is the first year he's been in this new relationship. Mm-hmm. So this. So is last a year, the baby mama should have a post of them same rusty flowers <laughs> from him saying thank you again. Why you want to thank him now that he's in something? I think she did. She probably thanks him every year. They mm. have a great platonic relationship. Mm. I think his girlfriend's controlling. I think he's right. I mean, I don't think she... I don't know if she's controlling. I don't know her. But I would feel a way. If my boyfriend doesn't buy me flowers and he and I don't feel... On Mother's Day? No, not on Mother's Day. Just in general. Because in general, if he does nice things like that for me, then I'm not worried about what he's doing for his bad mama. Great. You should. You should, you know, mm-hmm. acknowledge that she's a good mother to your child. I think she, he should do that. But if you're not doing those things for me, you ain't. You shouldn't be doing it for no other woman. But let's say he is, right? He's great doing all that because we don't know the situation. But we just know that on Mother's Day, she's turned up and still talking about it in July. Okay, Something's put, wrong. Put yourself in the shoes. Can your husband do that? Yes. And not tell you? If it's uh, a new relationship, nah. hold on, hold on. If this, if the situation was reversed, this exact same relationship, and he said what the guy said, like this is a new relationship. I completely forgot. I do this every year. Look on her Instagram. See, she thanks me every year. What's the big deal? He says that the gr- the girlfriend is included at every step of the way. Right. So, so why, why do you why, care why so much? Why exclude her at that moment? He, he could have been like, hey, babe, help me pick out a nice. Uh, Bouquet. Because, I mean, what do guys really know about picking bouquets? Maybe he just pre-plans and calls Pearl Flowers and says, hey, can I get a $20 bouquet for my baby mom? It could have been nothing that insignificant that he completely forgot about it. Okay. Yeah. That's why I ain't got no man with no kids. Yeah, I think that she needs to reevaluate whether or not she's mature enough to be in a relationship with someone who has a kid exactly and i think he needs to decide whether or he not he needs to learn to communicate yes he can communicate more but i do think that he needs to decide if he wants to be in a relationship with someone who is already showing mm-hmm. that they're unable to handle mm-hmm. what he's Red bringing flags but yeah, I picked this letter out because it's exactly what we're talking about this week. Mm-hmm. We are talking about red flags in a relationship and when you should run for the hills. Okay, okay. So I found an article, of course, of course on Self did. Magazine, and it's called The 24, 24 Relationship Red Flags You Should Never Ignore. Mm-hmm. Okay, number one, they can't stop telling you how perfect you are. Oh my God, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. What do you mean? I didn't get that one. Okay, so I feel like when someone is, they're putting you on a pedestal and it becomes creepy and it's just like, it's just not genuine. Like they're just over celebrating you. Like think about that one guy who always is like, oh my God, you so bad. You so pretty. You friend zone him. You don't date him. True. So, yeah. Yeah, I guess if someone was always like seemed made it seem like I was so out of their league, then I would probably start thinking, like, why am I with you? Yeah, like, why would I want to be with you? Yeah, no. I want someone who sees me. I I definitely, don't get me wrong, I like a man who hikes me up. Damn, baby. Yeah, I think they should. But not overdone. Yeah. Okay, so we agree on that one. Number two, their sex drive is much higher or lower than yours. Okay. 
I think that's super important, especially if you're going to be with someone long term. You have to be satisfied in all areas of your relationship. Mm -hmm. So if from the get go they are doing too much or not enough, then you have to be like, this is not going to work for me. Yeah, for sure. Especially with sex, because it's like if the guy is like over sexualized and he wants to you know, do it all the time and you're not on that, then it's going to be weird. And then someone's going to be left frustrated and that opens the door to cheating or other things. Exactly. Plus, when it comes to relationships and situations like that, it changes anyway. Mm -hmm. So if you can start out pretty close, then um, it's likely to last longer, I think. Yeah. All right. Number three is they push your physical boundaries in innocent ways. So in the example, they said that you ask for personal space and the person doesn't give it to you. Oh. Like, let's say you're like, I want to take some me time and get my nails done. And then they show up to the nail shop. Oh, ew. (laughs) Who does that? (laughs) Boyfriends. So Mm -hmm. that's not okay with you. Mm -mm. Girl, ain't nobody in 2020 doing that. (laughs) You know what? They're stalkers all the time. He's a stalker. He's in. He's not a boyfriend. He's your boyfriend. You don't know he's a stalker yet. Shoot, I can smell out a stalker, boy. I remember I went on a date and this guy kept asking me where I live. I'm like, dude, if you ask me that one more time, I'm going to slap you. Yeah. I think people who are like always on you is annoying anyway. Like I require a lot of personal space. Mm -hmm. So if you're not giving me that, it cannot work. I like balance. I like it in the middle. Yeah. Okay. Number four, they rush a new relationship forward too quickly. Oh, yeah. Trying to, like, rebound. Not only that, but there are serial monogamous where they always want to be in love and in a relationship. Even if it's not the right relationship, it's just important for them to be together. Facebook official all the time. Uh, that's lame. I feel like I see that a lot more with friends now that we're inching towards 30s or in mm-hmm. our 30s. Mm-hmm. And it's from guys. What do you mean? I feel like a lot of guys are like, if you're on a dating app or something, they're like, oh, I want to get in a serious relationship. But they don't even care who you are. Any girl will, they could put any girl in that spot and they'll be happy because they feel like I'm mid-30s and I'm supposed to be in a serious relationship right now. Really? I don't know. Hmm. I got to think. I feel like it's, and it's even those guys who are in a relationship, but then still in your DMs trying to date somebody else. Oh my God. That's the worst. Yeah. Okay, number five. They try to drive a wedge between you and your family and friends. Oh, yeah. Heck no. My family is, like, up there. Number one, family, God, like, there's no way. So, there's a guy that you really like, Mm -hmm. and you're like, let's say it's Sunday after church. You're like, I'm going to my mom's house. Let's go. And he's like, no, let's go home, babe. Like, I want to just hang with you and chill. And that happens pretty often. Because most times people don't know what's happening. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, so I think that's from a guy who probably doesn't, who was never, like, brought up around family. Because, like, why wouldn't you want to go do that? I'm not saying you have to do it every week, but, you know. To be honest, I feel like that's the grooming for, like, an abusive relationship Mm -hmm. when they isolate you. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So. Yeah, no, I would not, I would not be down with that. I'd be like, okay, well, you go where you need to go, I'll be with my people. Right. But not saying, like, I got to go there every weekend, but we got to create some balance here. I don't want to be looking at your face all day. Not only that, but I want to see my family. I want you to come around my family yeah. sometimes. Like, yeah, we're supposed to turn into one family, so why wouldn't you want to come around? 
Agreed. Okay. Number six, they roll their eyes at you a lot. Oh, yeah. That means, like, they don't care. They don't, they're not really into what you're saying. I can't say that I agree with this one. I roll my eyes all the time. I do roll my eyes a lot because I'm (laughs) sassy. I'm like, oh. But I don't know. I feel like if you think about, like, your boo, are you really rolling your eyes at your boo like that all the time? Nah, I'm not. I don't know what I did when I was dating, but I roll my eyes at Pat all the time. That's crazy. Like, Mm-mm. nah. Yeah. I, I think that's like a petty one. Yeah, that is petty. For sure. Number seven, they describe all their exes as crazy. Oh, no, they crazy. Yeah. I don't, like, how could everyone be crazy? How are you never the problem? Yeah. There's no accountability there. I actually respect a guy more if he's like, you know, in this relationship, I messed up and we ended mm-hmm. because I did this. Yeah, that shows that shows growth and yeah. Right. If oh the problem God. is always the woman, then that's a red flag for real. Yeah, and it's actually just like it's annoying for a guy to keep saying that the girl is the problem. Like, yeah. what did you do? Like, how'd you contribute to this? Situation? Not only that, but why are you constantly dating the same type of girl? Right. I don't know. Okay, they call you names and arguments. Oh heck no! Yeah, that one that's is no. like I'm a not for the huge red flag. Yeah, that's huge because I think even like it's a big respect factor. I wouldn't call my man out of his name. Like I'll try not to because it's just disrespectful. Right, and for me, it's like you have to fight fair. If I am fighting with you, and as a partner, you're supposed to be my best friend. Why would I call my best friend out of their name? Yeah. And I definitely wouldn't tolerate them calling me out of my name. So that's a huge no. Okay, number nine, they have no work ethic. Um, yeah. Heck no, we can't do that. He definitely has to show, prove himself. Right, this is like that insecure thing that we were talking about the other week. Mm -hmm. Where he spent five years on the couch trying to be an entrepreneur and... But did he really want to, you know? That's the thing. No. I can't give someone drive. No, you can't. You really can't. But then how long do you wait, though? Because people have dreams. We've all had dreams. Mm-hmm. And we've worked hard and made it happen. So how long do you give your partner to figure their life out before you say, this is too much? So I think, I mean, I think you just, you you go about it, right? Like you go about your dreams and you do your thing. And then once you reach a certain point in your career or, or in your path or your journey, your list, however you want to do it, mm-hmm. if that person's not matching up, then that's when you need to make some changes. Or if they're not like showing that they want to add to what you've got going on. But I find that to be hard because it's not like the guy wants to be a bum. I feel mm-hmm. like in many cases they're struggling. They, let's just say, they want to be a rapper and it's just not no, happening no. for them. At what point do you say, you know what, you're, you're just not good at it? Yeah, no. See, for me, I've been in that situation and I just think you don't say anything. You let them figure it out because you never want to be the dream killer. Shoot, he might be the next offset. Let him go ahead and do it, but he's not going to do it with me. No, but then who's going to tell them? Because most of the time they have families who are hiding them up and they sound terrible. Somebody got to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, like I said, like, I think, 
I don't know. Like, they have to hit their own realization that, wow, this is not it. Or, like... Girl. That's for me. Like, okay, so, so many people, like, when I was in college, after I graduated, I came back. I had the potential to have any corporate job that I wanted, right? Mm -hmm. And when I started doing makeup, I would be really upset when people would try to deter me from doing it or whatever. But I'm building an empire. I'm building something great for myself. Yeah, but we can't use you as an example because you were making money from the beginning. I'm Mm -hmm. talking about people who are, let's say, pitching their product or making demos and no one's listening to it or no one is interested. So then I think what you should do in that situation is make them more accountable, like a fact sheet. Like, okay, so babe, here, do three months of this, right? But write down how many sales you had, how many times, how much time you spent on this so that they can see on paper what they're doing and if it's adding up to something, right? Right. I think that's how guys are wired too. Like they need to see physically like what is happening. I feel like there's two types of guys. I feel like there's the guy who is like, whatever, I'll figure it out on my own. They don't want any advice. Mm -hmm, And then there's a guy who's really determined and feels like a guy should be working, head of household, all of that. And they're going to do any job to take care of their family. Yeah, that's the one I want. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I want no rappers. All right. Number. Struggling rappers. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Okay, number 10, they're cruel to their parents. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's a sin. Not only that, I have a problem with that because I feel like the way you treat your mom, especially, is mm-hmm. kind of a reflection on how you're going to treat me. Exactly. Yeah, no, that's a no-no. Like, I mean, these are the people who birth you and they sacrifice a lot. And for you to be rude to them, it's like, okay, how are you going to treat me? Just like you said. But I feel like there is a difference between being rude and setting boundaries. Mm. Because I know for me, I set a lot of boundaries with people where if you've treated me a certain way in the past or I don't like the way I feel when I have a conversation with you, I won't have a conversation with you or I will limit it to a certain time of year or something like that. Because even though someone is family, that doesn't give them the right to speak to you any kind of way they want to. Oh, yeah. I mean, getting grown is all about setting boundaries, right? When you right. become an adult, you have to set boundaries so you can get the things you want to get accomplished. So I'm all about that. I know some people who, like, as soon as they get home by, like, 8 o'clock, their phone is on mute, silent. Like, right. they're not taking any more calls for the day. So you have to control that to control your energy so you're able to produce. Right. And I know we will have an episode on parents, but I think parents, you have to look at parents, especially when we're adults, as people too. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, we're definitely not on the same level, but I think now being an adult, you're able to address the issues that you might have had as children and you should be able to talk to talk about it in a respectful way though. Yep, exactly. In a respectful way, key word. And I mean, I think sometimes with adults, they don't really see it through your lens because we were from different times. So it's sometimes it's just best to just let the parent win and and know where you stand and know how they feel about it and just be like, okay, mom. Yeah, I think it's okay to do that sometimes and other times um, you address it. I feel like 
I understand a lot of the things that my mom did or sacrifices now that I'm an adult that mm -hmm. I completely didn't get. Mm -hmm. But I feel like a lot of times parents cannot get into the mindset of their children. Yeah, that's why I don't even bother going back and forth because they're never going to see it how you see it. Right. So it's interesting. Wait for that episode, y'all. Right. Island parents. Yes. Woo. My God. Okay, number 11 is their attitude changes on a dime. Ugh. Bipolar? You know, this one I struggle with because that's me. Mm. Okay, I can be in a really good mood, you know, in the car on the way to date night, and then you get off early on Lakeshore Drive, and I'm annoyed, and I'm irritated, I'm pissed. Like, Oh, no. I'm sorry. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, see, for me, I'm such a laid-back person mm -mm. that if you get like that, I'm going to be like, okay, you, you know, pull over because my lift is about to come get me. See, no, ma'am. Yeah, for me, I'm not going to curse you out, even though I want to, but mm -hmm. I get quiet, and you can visibly, the whole oh room God, will yeah. be able to tell yeah. I'm annoyed. I'm big on energy, and if your energy's off, I'm I'm done. I can't. Yeah. I just feel like, yeah, I'm just like that. <laughs> but so you're easily irritated or what? Yeah. I don't get mad often. Like to get me mad is like a huge deal. I only get mad probably once or twice a year, but I get irritated very easily. Mm. Yeah, not me. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty chill. It's the Capricorn in me, the cat. I guess the Scorpio does not play. Yeah. All right, number 12. They're on a different sleep schedule than you are. Mm, yeah, that's annoying. If they're, like, up all night and then you're, like, a morning person. Because I wake up every morning at, like, 5.30 a.m. Mm -hmm. So it, someone who's up to, like, 2 a.m. won't be up at 5. But is that a red flag? That seems so stupid to me. Yeah, it's not a red flag. But, I mean, it can definitely be a conflict. If they're sleeping in the whole damn day and you're up trying to make breakfast and trying to start the day, that could... That should irritate you, Miss Irritated. <laughs> but what if they work the night shift? Like, you're tired. Go oh, to sleep, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, like I feel like red like, flag. Like, I mean, no. read it again. It sounds like they're saying, like, the person is choosing this, like, in a personal way. I don't know. I guess it's left up to interpretation. Yeah. I just feel like that's stupid. It's not a red flag. Yeah, it might not be a red flag, but, I mean, I think if, if someone's like an all night partier and you're like a daytime, like let's get sh shit done. Like that could be an issue. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Number 13, they're secretive about little things. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. I feel like if you're secretive about the little things, then you're definitely going to hide the big things. Yeah, for sure. How do you feel about guys like turning their phone over when they're at the table and stuff? No, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I mean, I my ex, like, it was so funny. I remember when we were, like, going through it. Um, I was like, God, I was like, show me if this is the man for me, man. And I swear that, like, next day he was, like, showing me something on his phone. And then a girl's, like, text message popped up. Like, as he's showing me the phone. I'm mm -hmm. like, what did he do? Girl, he was looking stupid. Oh. I was like, I started laughing. I was like, you're dumb. Wait, like, but did you address it at that moment? I sure did. 
You know I did. Wow. It's just like, dude, you really about to have um, Miss Miss Mamas texting you while I'm right here. And yeah. Then you, you're showing me the phone. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. No. Mm. Mm. Rappers. <laughs> <laughs> no rappers, y'all. <laughs> Number 14, they cheated on their last partner with you. Oh, yeah, no. Cheated? Nah. Mm-mm. I feel like that saying where they say how you got them is how you lose them mm-hmm. is such a true thing. Facts. It is. They don't change. I mean, no. They don't change that fast. They might change their next relationship, but not, not with you. Yeah, I just feel like, mm-mm, like you need to end whatever you're going through before yes, you can be with me. I'm, yes. I don't want to be anybody's side piece. Yeah, and then plus you don't want that negative karma, that bad energy to travel into your next situation. And then will you ever be confident in your relationship if you know you could so easily get him from somebody else? Okay, so I think it dep- It like also depends like where they are in their relationship. What do you mean? Like, if they've already checked out, but they're, like... So why are you still together? Because they were dating. It's not like they're in marriage. Maybe they, like, own a house together. You know? I'm dating you, but I own a house with you. People do it. Like, people crazy. I don't know why. Why they're in these... They're entangled. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just feel like, mm mm-mm, you need to end whatever you're doing and then be with me. Yep. I need all the attention. Okay, 15... They demand your phone, email, and social media passwords. Next. Yeah, this is a crazy person. You ain't getting nothing. I feel that's my personal private, like property and privacy. No. Yeah, and if you can't trust me, why are you with me? Yeah, no. Uh, hell no. Run. Yeah. Okay. Sixteen. They guilt trip you every chance they get. Why? Has that happened to you? Um, I feel like in the past, someone would be like, do you have to go with your friends? Do you have to do this? Like someone who wants you to stay with them all the time. Yeah. Uh, lame. That's control. Yeah. I feel like half of these all scream controlling. Yeah. And you know what? Like I have a very lax personality, but I am not a girl that you can control. Yeah. Not at all. Maybe people need to get comfortable being alone. Yeah. Maybe get some therapy now that, you know, we're at home more. Maybe use talk space, you know, get mm-hmm. virtual therapy and figure yourself out before you try to get into yep. a relationship. Yeah. Everyone needs to learn their own needs before they get in a relationship and, and you know, and put needs on your partner because really you sh- you should fulfill yourself. Right. And then have your boyfriend or whatever just be that, like, that addition, like, the cherry on top. Yeah, but not only needs to, but wants. Mm-hmm. Like, Ooh. I, you have to satisfy my needs, but you better satisfy my wants, too. Or okay, else why are we together? this is probably going to be old by the time this hits. But, like, even with this whole Ari situation and money bag, yo. Who are these people? Some rappers. This ghetto rapper. I love him. He's hilarious. Okay. Okay. He bought his girlfriend of nine months. A Lamborghini truck. Nine months. Fully loaded. But he has it like that. Yes. But then so everyone was trolling like he has like that. And he also said like, you know, he bought her something that she could buy herself. Mm -hmm. And so and then I think he made a comment like, don't ask for Chanel if you if you be rocking coach or if you buy coach, something like that. I agree with that, too. No. 
Like, if you are in a position to elevate me, that's what a partnership should do. Like, you should elevate me. I agree. And then I can get to that point where I say, oh, these are the finer things. Maybe I'll work harder so that I can buy those things. But I don't, and I really hate that guys be like, oh, yeah, I'm not buying you no Chanel if you wear a coach. No, no, no. I get what you're saying, and I agree with that. But I think you shouldn't demand that no, you, you date demand. a dude with money and rich and all that no. when you don't have it. Right. No, no, no. I'm not saying that at all. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, if if your man is in a position financially where he can, you know, level you up, he should. Yeah, he better. Right. So I don't know what all these trolls are on Instagram. I'm like, y'all broke. Y'all can't even afford lamb chops, nigga. Like, why are you... <laughs> Like, they used to the chain restaurants. Right. Like, why are you commenting and <laughs> exactly. adding your sauce? Mm-mm. But that leads into number 17. They have different financial values than you and refuse to do anything about it. Mm. So a guy with a lot of debt mm-hmm. and you're like, hey, let's get on a payment plan and pay these things off. Yeah. Let's get to an 800 credit score. And he's like, I'm good. I wanted to buy this TV, max out the card. Now I'm done with it. I don't need to pay it off. Oh, yeah, no. Who wants to date that? Right. That's a no-no. Okay. Number 18, they make you feel stupid. They're always correcting how you speak. They're always saying like... That's like in the movies. Right. But you know, there's people who do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I had people like that, like, who text you, like, correct your, like, grammar in a text. Like, boo, listen, this is not an English paper. I text you in two minutes. So, low key, you're the you're that type. <laughs> I'm not the type. Like I hate on Instagram when someone says like uses the wrong there. I knew you were gonna say. <laughs> I'm not gonna comment, but I'm yeah, gonna think it like annoying. really. That's <laughs> annoying. Like people need to proofread before they post. Just saying. Yeah. It would I help. feel like I'd be just ripping and running. Like I'd be having a million things on my mind, so I probably would do it here and there. But I'll go back and fix it. Right, but if it's someone who's consistently making you feel like that, then they're not for you. It's yeah, rude. Yeah, no, your partner should uplift you, and shoot, if he want to be a damn professor, he needs to go apply to be a, a professor. <laughs> right. Okay, 19, we kind of touched on. They make fun of you during sex. What? Like, awkward, like, noises that you make or something like that. Like, yeah. the weird. Okay, move on. Number 20, they refuse to make your relationship public. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. But the thing is, I think um, I think sometimes even with social media, it's better to protect your your relationship energy. I because agree. it's like when you put it out there, then everyone wants to attack it, you know, or wants to say, oh, I was just with him or whatever. You know, everyone wants to put their two sauces in. So I think it's good to keep it pure and away from all the nonsense until it's like solid and even then it's like right I completely agree I feel like you don't need to post your new relationship on social media to validate it no I feel like everybody's on stage when it comes to social media like all these like proposals and all this and I'm Mm -hmm. like really I feel like for me Mm -hmm. 
that if you're putting your dating life on social media, then you should at least give me, the viewer, the common courtesy to let me know what happened when you broke up. Yeah. Oh, my God. My, me and Chelsea always talk about that. Like, it be this grand proposal, this, this grand yeah. wedding, and then boom, his picture's gone. Yeah. Like, what happened, girl? Like, we right. need to know. Yeah, because we be living for it. Yes. I agree. I agree. I agree. That's so funny. And I'm not even a nosy person, but I'd be like, dang, okay, like, are you still with him? Right, especially if you were posting him, like, every two pics, he was in it, you right. know, like, couple goals. I mean, you don't have to Black say, love. I say you can just post your next dude so I know that, you know, you moved on and you happy. And then, how do you <laughs> feel about the girls who delete all their pictures of their boyfriend once they break up? On, on social media? Yeah, on social you media. You should. You think so? Yeah, I mean, I, I That was a part of your life, though. Yeah, but, like... Yeah. So, y- y- none of your ex-boos are on your social media at all? Probably, but, like, not intentionally. Because mm-hmm. I probably look fine in the picture, so I'm like, oh, no, nah, I look cute. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but, like, if it's just, like, a picture of me and him, like, cuddled up, like, what do I need that for? Nah. But if it's, like, a casual picture, mm-hmm. sure. But if it's something that, like, says, oh, this is my boo, you know, I don't want it to, like, bring any negative energy into my new situation. Right. So, do you think there's a length of time you should date someone before you post them? Is it six months, a year? What? No, I'm not really into, like, timing. But I think, um, for me, even, like, just looking back on things, I'd rather just keep my... um, my romantic life to myself. Cause I feel like I share a lot already. Yeah. So, I mean, y'all might see his arm. <laughs> One of those. Dinner, yeah. <laughs> like, Ooh, he got a big arm. Like, you know, but yeah. You can see his face unless he's like in the background of something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I like to keep it a mystery. Okay. Okay. You might see a quick flash, but you don't know if that was even him, you know? Right. Okay, 21 is they need constant reassurance, and we touched on that as well. Anyone who needs you under them all the time is a no for me. Yeah, no. This just sound like some teenage shit. Where did you get this? Self Magazine. Who is that? Okay, 22, they have a different idea than you of what it means to be faithful. Mm, Yeah. That has to be a conversation. These are so obvious, though. Like, I mean, you got to be in the same mindset. Yeah, but I think you have to have a conversation about what faithful means. Because Mm -hmm. some girls will say you're not faithful if you have female friends. Hmm. Yeah, female friends is a big issue. It is. Because I, I don't know how I feel about female friends. Can your husband have female friends? Uh, Probably not. I want to say yes, but I'm going to be honest, and I'm going to say probably not. I don't know if I believe that men and women can be um, platonic. platonic. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't. Okay, so I asked a guy this a few days ago, and he said that they can be platonic, but there's guys cannot turn off, like, if they're attracted to something, you know? Right. So if you walk past and you got a great body and you're just my friend, I'm still going to look. Right. So... But that, what does that lead into, right? Exactly. Like, especially, like, you put a scenario like, okay, you and your boyfriend are having a huge fight. Mm-hmm. And then his fine-ass friend wants to, like, go and talk to you about it over dinner. Yeah. He's in a vulnerable stage. Like, and you come up looking all fine on accident, you know? Yeah, I think that's a problem. 
I don't know if you should be talking about a relationship, an issue in your relationship with a guy friend. But that's your friend. I don't know. It it all depends on how you became friends because no one comes up to a girl and says, hey, I'd love to be your friend. <laughs> no, they come up and talk to you because you look good and they want to know more about you. Right. I think you said this before, but the thing is, is like, it's good. This could be a work friend, like, you know, work husband type situation. No. You got one husband. Yeah. No, but come on. Everybody be having like these work husbands or like that one guy at work that who always, you know, pours your coffee or something. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. That's a no. Yeah. I don't know. I think that you definitely got to be friends with the wife and the husband. Yeah. If the girl is like not trying to talk to me, hang out with me, yeah, like no, do anything, no. then obviously there's an issue. Right. But what if she does? And that's cool. But then I feel like you should morph to be more so my friend than his in a way. Why? Because she's a chick? No, because it just makes sense, I think. You know, like with Kat, that was Pat's friend first. Mm -hmm. I have a friend, Katiana. Hey, girl. Mm -hmm. And I met her through my husband. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they had like his cousin was her best friend, whatever. And now Kat could care less about Patrick. She's my friend. She comes over for me. Right. So I just feel like that's how it just tends to work out. Yeah. And But I mean, they've known each other since like kids too, right? Right. Like but they're friends. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. I just think it depends on the situation. For sure. All right. 23 is a no-go. They hold you to a double standard. I think that's stupid. Mm-hmm. And then 24, they're incapable of apologizing. Oh, bad. And that one is a huge issue for me. Like, someone who cannot apologize and be sincere about it, I can't be with you. Yeah, I'm sorry if I know. Right. I'm sorry that you mm. know. Like, you need to really learn how to apologize, and then we can talk about it. Yeah. Okay, Megan, this list is all great and all, but I feel like we need to get the real, like the meat and potatoes. Mm -hmm. Tell me a situation with you where you noticed red flags or, you know, you felt things were off. Your intuition was telling you that this wasn't it. Oh, you're going to put me on the spot. (laughs) You know I am. I have to think. What you got? What do I want to say? <laughs> I got some stories. <laughs> um, so I guess I could tell about this time because it was completely innocent. I was in college and I was talking to this guy casually. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I feel like we had met over like one of my breaks when I had came home. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I wasn't really paying that much attention to him. I didn't put too much effort into it. Mm-hmm. But when I had moved back home after graduating, I was like, oh, okay, good. Like, now I got somebody back at the crib. Like, let's make it work. And his work schedule was all weird. And he was, like, never available. And obviously, I moved back home with my parents. So I didn't have a place to go. So mm-hmm. I would want to hang out with him. And I wasn't able to go to his house. And I was like, ah. <laughs> so I did my research. And he was actually married. <gasps> I know. I was like, what a jerk. Like, Wait, the thing but never... how did you find out, though? 
Girl, you know the good old Facebook dog. Mm. I was I just like Googled him because I was like, I never like put too much into it because like we never had like a physical relationship or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It was just like, you know, over the phone talking and, and that's easy to do. Right. But when I like really got into it, he was married. I was like, oh, what a jerk. Like, how dare you do that? Yeah, I think that's similar to mine. It would be when I was in a relationship with someone and they had a friend and you know how I feel about female friends, but Mm. they would tell their friend every single thing that we went through. Mm. And of course, the girl was always like, leave her. Why are you with her? Because they were waiting for their space. Mm. But that was a huge red flag for me because one, why are you running and telling anybody and two, why are you consistently talking to someone who doesn't want you to be in the relationship? Right. Your friends are supposed to support you and want you to be happy. And if you're with somebody, then, you know, obviously you want to be with them. So that was a huge red flag for me. Yeah. And I think like intuition, like even when I was talking to him, it was kind of like um, I didn't feel like secure in it. That's why I never really gave it the attention but right. then it's like when I was like not busy or not wrapped up in my own thing and I had time, I was I looked at it, I was like, okay, wait, this guy is a whole fool. Exactly. And something made you Google him. Yeah. Cause I normally don't do it, but I was like, okay, like I can't figure this guy out. So Google's gonna have to help me out. Right. But have you ever looked through your boyfriend's phone? No. Absolutely not. My dad has always told me like that's a big no no. Because I mean you can't unsee things. Right. And I'm under the belief that if you look, you'll find, but I've definitely done it before. Okay. Did you find? Of course. And that relationship was over. I definitely, but you see me. But then I feel like when you're looking, that means you're ready to leave. Right. You just want it to be solidified. Right. Yeah. But for me though, I'm like a spy. I can break into anybody's phone. Oh, dang. So I've definitely helped friends like find out, get that password, like, I am just that person. Because sometimes you know you want to leave, but you need that nudge. So, So, like I said earlier in uh, this episode, like, I mean, my ex, he would be talking to girls or whatever, or, like, a girl. But, like, I would pray about it, and then everything I needed to know, and it would come to me, like, easily. I wouldn't even have to go look for it. Like, I didn't have to go look through his phone because he just handed me his phone and ironically the girl who he, who I already thought he was talking to text him in that exact moment. And it always happens like that. Yeah. It will always pop up yeah. because everything it, that happens in the dark comes to light. It will. So you guys, if you feel it and you feel like something's leave. off, then you got to leave. You got to believe it because yeah. you're going to be more hurt in the long run if yeah. you stay Just and waste that time. time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like even when I go back to the beginning of our relationship, I'm like, damn, I probably should have broke up with him a long time ago. I should have never dated him. I should have just been his friend. Right. Maybe not even that. Not even that. You know, because he would have been trying. So how do you deal with red flags then? Like, what's the best thing to do? Um, I think it depends on what type of flag it is. If it's someone who's like, doing something mild where it's irritating and you're not sure, then you address it. If they don't change their actions, then, you know, it turns into a bigger issue. Hmm. How long do you let a red flag go though before you're like, no, I really have to break up with him. No. I mean, at this age for me, like red flags are not a factor. Like if, 
if I feel it, see it, feel it, or it's in my gut, I'm like done. But I feel like it's hard. There's a difference between something being a red flag, like warning, you need to watch out, mm-hmm. and something being like irritating and annoying. And yeah, then you just talk about it. You just say, hey, that made me uncomfortable. Like, can we have a conversation about that? Or like you figure out, is that this who, who this person is? Or are they just like maybe going through something? Like, what is this about? Right. It's a mess. But listen to your intuition. Yep. Follow your gut. And be comfortable with, like, being okay with, like, being alone, walking away when it doesn't feel right. Choose to be with, like, positive people and, you know, just look forward to the future. Because if you trust God's plan, like, you know that there's better. Right. And the right one will stay. Yeah. You know? You can't be afraid to lose someone because you're not going to lose the right person for you. No, you're not. You're not. Never. Okay. So we talked about those... 24 red flags, Rebecca. Mm-hmm. What are green flags? What should you be looking for in a guy? Woo, what should you be looking for? I mean, you should tell me you married. What, what should I be looking for, dog? I'm a single one. <laughs> this is hard. Right. Don't be trying to put it on me. <laughs> I'm out here still looking for the green, the green light. I think, first and foremost, they have to be God-fearing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They have to. Yeah. And they have to have a relationship. Like, you can fear God, but you need the relationship. Like, if we're in a problem, you better be like, baby, let's pray. Exactly. Let's go to this scripture and boop, boop. Right. God has to come first. Yeah. And then I believe a that. A man of integrity, though. Yes. Like, um, I have to be able to trust that you, like, you're just, you're just a good person. Right. Yeah. Good person, um, um, honest. Loyal, of course. Yeah, loyalty. Woo. And I think someone, I know for me, because I'm married, I think marriage, mm-hmm. but someone that puts your needs above their own. Oh, yeah. I mean, consider it. Yeah. Let's say consider it. Yeah. Because I want, I like, if you went to Chipotle, you better be bringing me some food home. Yeah, especially. Especially, and even if I said I don't want anything, you better have something for me. Right, because I'm like, I'm going to eat your food. Right. As soon as I see it, I'm going to want it, even if I didn't want it on the phone when you called. I just want someone who's going to, not always, but sometimes think about something I didn't think of. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's just so sexy. And I feel like that is so simple, but guys do not do that. And I think that's the part where they say they complete me. mm -hmm. It's like that missing piece. Right. Like, for me, like, I hate pumping my gas. So if my husband mm-hmm. comes home and takes my car, goes for a car wash and some gas, wow. Like, right. Thank you. Because I don't want to stop. Exactly. And, like, in the middle of the night or, like, you know, it just be random shit that happens at the gas station. Guys be trying to talk to you and be weird. Mm-hmm. If my husband can take care of that, that'd be great. Or just call someone to come over and wash our cars. Right. It's lit. I feel like just someone who listens to you. If I complain about something, Mm -hmm. like, you should hear me and then help make it better next time. Or in that same breath, like, who listens to you, like, hey, like, I need this for work or I need to get this done. And so, you know, he listens that. He's like, oh, yeah, remember you needed this? Right. Yeah. Or even if it's just time alone and they hear you and they say, hey, I'm going to take the kids and go out for a Mm -hmm. while so you can have some alone time. Yeah. That's so important. Ooh, these all sound great. Yeah, so where we're... you at, babe? <laughs> Hopefully he's listening and hears you. He's listening. Okay, but enough about that, though, Rebecca. Mm-hmm. 
What are you loving this week? What am I loving this week? That's mm-hmm. a great question. What am I loving this week? I know what I'm loving. What are you loving? So, first of all, I love Amazon. Yes, me too. And now that they went from two day to one day, I'm really loving Amazon. Okay, I think it's a bloop. Because <laughs> you always get stuff on one day. They be on some Wednesday with me. No, everything is tomorrow for me that I order. Mm-hmm. Maybe I just order popular things. I don't know. I think so. I think it's a vendor. Okay, but this week I ordered this gallon water bottle. Mm-hmm. It holds one gallon of water, and it has, like, motivational words mm-hmm. on the outside. And I'm obsessed with it. And time frames. I love it. Yeah. So it's super cute. You can get it in a ton of different colors. And it's a workout just picking it up. Yeah, that thing is heavy. It so feels like a dumbbell. So how drinking all that water? Like, it's such a myth. It's a pain in the ass. Okay. It's really hard, especially to see all that water. I was going to say, did you order more toilet paper this month? <laughs> I need to, for real. I, but that's a part of the work that I feel, walking to and from the bathroom. Girl, squatting on the toilet. Right? So... It's supposed to be good for you, helps you cut calories and everything because you're so full with water you can't eat. Right. It's really cute. Well, I just ordered mine, so we'll see if it gets here. For me, I love Amazon, and right now I am crushing on my little waist trainer that I spend like $24 on, and my waist has been snatched. So you believe waist trainers work? Of course. I think they just like redirect the fat. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel. I'm like, okay, it's not in your waist, but... Yeah, like... Especially because if I have it on, it's very restricting. So I mm-hmm. won't like eat as much. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be sitting there and like I'll just feel so stuffed. And I might not be stuffed. As soon as I take it off, it feels like I'm like loose. But yeah. Yeah, I would p- pull that thing off so I love fast. It because it just it just gives you this hourglass shape. Yeah. And it just redirects the fat, like I said, and it just keeps everything in control. That's nice. Okay. So, what you been watching? Girl, you know I don't watch no TV, dog. Girl, on Amazon Prime, season two of the show Homecoming mm-hmm. just came out. I, I saw that, like a, like a trailer online. Yeah, Janelle Monae is the main character in this season, and it's so good. What is it about? Um, season one was about these people who came from like the army or whatever, and they were giving them, um, food that was laced with stuff that made them lose their memory Mm. because they wanted them to go back in the military and they had, um, PTSD and they wanted them to forget their trauma so they could just keep using them to go overseas. Sounds like America. And season two kind of continued on that, but Janelle Monet was a new character that was on there, and it was good. I binged the whole thing in one day. Oh, God. Yeah, girl. The last thing I watched was, like I said, Dynasty, man. You be hating on my little... You need to up your show game, okay? I'm just not really a TV person. I can't sit still. I have so much on my mind. I love TV as white noise. Like, if I'm on my laptop or even on my phone scrolling through Instagram, I have to have something on. Hmm. Nah, I can't relate. Yeah. So, you guys, check out Homecoming. It's on Amazon Prime, and it's season two. So, catch up. I think it's only seven episodes, so you can watch it really so quick. Yeah, yeah, and it's 30-minute episodes, so it's I'll super quick. I'll be hating 30-minute episodes. I'll be like, come on, give me the 45. That's how I know. feel. Because an hour is a lot. Yeah, because, like, Insecure, when it was, like, super short, it'd be, like, 26 minutes. I'd be like, nah, y'all know y'all play. <laughs> yeah. But that's good. 
Okay, now, what I've been wanting to talk to you about, because I'm sure you don't know about this. Did you see on social media, they said that Wayfair, their site, was being used for human trafficking? No, I didn't see that. So, I don't know how it came about initially, mm-hmm. but the post I saw was that they had, like, dressers and amours and storage cabinets for, like, $10,000. And pillows for 10000 And it was the names of the cabinets were names of missing people. Oh. <gasps> what? Yeah. And so everyone was going crazy saying that they were using Wayfair to traffic these people. Oh because anyone you would Google that's missing would uh-huh. show up as the name of a cabinet. Oh, my God. And where are you buying ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 cabinets? Right. No. That ain't a thing. So what you think? You think it's true? Hey, where there's some smoke, there's some fire. I don't know. At first, I was like, oh, my God. And I went down the whole rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. And I kind of don't think it's true. I mean, the thing is, it's like there's always some dark stuff behind, like, these major companies. And, like, you know, I Mm -hmm. feel like we don't always know the full story. Right. I just think that... Trafficking is such a black market business, and it's like when you order something online, you have to have your home address, or you have to pay with a, a card and all this stuff. But I also think trafficking is happening and being controlled by people you would never expect. I agree. And um, I'm not going to name any people, but like I think a lot of people are involved, and mm-hmm. they try to play like they're good. And really yeah, people have, that we would think as like models, yes, great people in the right, community. and right. But then they have their hand in those pockets and they're like getting, you know, whatever they're getting back from it. Exactly. So I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I mean, it's so scary, especially when you see things on social media, like if there's something on your side mirror, that means someone's going to snatch you. Like, it's so scary in this country now. Yeah, like I was watching some video on Instagram and this lady was like pushing her cart and then like there was two guys. Did you see like two Mm -mm. guys in the parking lot with her and one was kind of like laundering around looking weird and then the other guy like got in her car as she was getting in. And then the other guy, like, once he got in, got in the front seat. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, no. So, I mean, I think you always have to be aware of your surroundings. And women, like, I think we're so bad about, like, when we get somewhere, we sit in our cars. Like, I know sometimes I Yeah, so do I. I do that, too. Or, like, you're texting while you're walking. I think you should be always aware of, like, what's going on around you and just be super alert. And sometimes what I'll do is I'll, like, call someone I know if if it's late. Yeah. And I'll be like, hey, I'm walking home or I'm Mm -hmm. wherever. And have you on speaker or whatever, because I'm not about to play those games. Exactly. Well, I hope that's not true. And I hope everyone stays safe and is aware. And Rebecca, can you let them know where to hit us up? Yes, guys. Well, thank you guys for tuning in this week. Um, I want you guys to follow us on You Think You Grown podcast on Instagram. And if you guys have any like messages or anything you want to like share with us or any of you your grown stories, Email us at youthinkyougrown at gmail.com. And make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe to yes. the podcast. We need to see the numbers. We want to know that what we're doing is right and you guys are enjoying the content. So. Yeah, and let us know what you want to talk about. Yeah. If you have something juicy that you want to hear our opinion on, let us know. Or if you have a juicy story, tell us. Because we, we will not put you on blast. It's all 
um, incognito. So yeah. So let's get out of here. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Get grown. Bye. Bye.